0: So, as Brian said, my name is Steve, and um, I've been attending, uh, actually, first met the church about two and a half years ago, and um, I was going to say, I, I, just, I really love this church. Um, it's, I've met some really good, great friends, and very blessed by Brian and Brianna's ministry, and um, anyway, good to meet you. Uh, this morning, I'm going to be uh, sharing... Um, maybe all of you see on your, on your chairs there, both a, uh, a band, there's, different, there's three different colors, or there's also rawhide uh, with, with beads, and each one has uh, five different colors on, and uh, we're going to be sh- just sharing a very simple way to present the gospel uh, to someone, maybe a friend, and just to connect this with uh, Pastor Brian's theme of Reaching One. And um, sharing the Gospel is not complicated. It's uh, something a five-year-old child can do. Um, And it's actually very easy to understand. Uh, But it's interesting. Many times, your university professors and high-minded, they they don't get it. Uh, So, uh, anyway, it's a great privilege to... Share with you this morning, and and if you, uh, the way we'll do it is, um, I'm going to sh- just start with uh, three passages of scripture. Uh, if you have your Bibles, we're going to open to three passage, or you can read on the screen. Um, and this will be kind of the the connection for us for the, the rest of the message. So the first is Genesis chapter one. Uh, Verse 26, Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, and the second is in Matthew chapter 28, uh, often called the Great Commission, verse 18 through 20, and then Acts chapter 1, verse 8, and uh, I want to connect these verses together and, and just have God teach us and speak to us about sharing our faith. Evangelism. So Genesis one verse twenty six it says, Then God said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. There's three key words there. First is image. Second is likeness, the third is dominion. It's, uh, authority that God created in Adam. The next is in Matthew chapter 28, 18 through 20. Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, "All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations." baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So this is Jesus' command to his disciples, his declaration of, of the purpose, what we're to be involved with here on earth as the church and as his disciples, as his followers. Um, Notice he mentions uh, in in Genesis 1 verse 26 he mentioned authority, dominion he gave to Adam. Uh, In chapter 3 if you remember Adam quickly lost that dominion, he lost it to Satan. But here in Matthew 28 Jesus says all authority has actually been restored back to me, I have all authority in heaven and on earth and what does he do with it? He gives it back to us he says go therefore and uh, so next is Acts chapter 1 I'm glad that uh, Matthew 28 was not the end of the command but in Acts chapter 1 verse 8 he also speaks about how this work can happen so he says, Acts 1, verse 8, he says, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, in Judea, and Samaria, and to the end of the earth. So it is not by our power, not by our wisdom, not by our you know, personality. It says actually, by the Holy Spirit. God enables us to do and fulfill the very thing that He's called us to do. So let's just have a short prayer here just as we begin. So Father, we just thank You for this morning. Thank You for each person here today. We ask that You would speak to our hearts and encourage us in this amazing calling that um, You've given us and that Brian has been speaking about this past month. And... Um, Give us a vision. Give us really a uh, faith vision for how we might reach one uh, for you, in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. So, um, just uh, just short uh, testimony of myself. I, I grew up in uh, in a Christian home. My Actually, my mother was involved with uh, child evangelism. So I, I actually remember these five colors when, when I was a little boy. I don't know if any of you ever experienced this, but um, child evangelism, they actually had a plastic glove you put on your hand and there's the five colors on. So I grew up hearing the gospel. Um, actually, I received the gospel many times when I was young. <laughs> uh, there was a call, I'd raise my hand. Um, but later, when... Um, when I went off to university, I began uh, thinking about, okay, do I I really believe this? And I I remember when I was a freshman, I I kind of said to God, God, I I want to see what the world has to offer me. And um, so four, four and a half years, I got a really good taste of what the world has to offer. And... um, I think God protected me during the time, I didn't do anything really, really stupid, but, uh, uh, but I really got a good taste of it. And at the end of that four year, four and a half years of school, it was like God just, just spoke very clearly to my heart and He said, Steve, you're free. You're free. You're free to follow the world and its death. Or you're free to follow me. And my plan for your life, and its life, and uh, it was an easy, easy choice. It was an easy, easy decision because um, I, I, I knew, uh, I knew the reality of that. That was death. The way of the world is death. So, but then in my own heart, I had some some issues I wanted to prove. I said, like, okay, so, so what does this mean to follow follow God? What does it mean to follow Christ? And I, I just just considering the Bible, I thought like, okay, is this is this book really true? Is this really the message from God? Can I stake my life on it? And uh, I remember taking like one verse, one one promise. It's in Matthew six thirty three. Maybe many of you know it, uh, where it said Jesus says, "If seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you." And I thought in my heart, it was like, okay, I want to test this verse. I want to prove it. I want to, I'm going to throw all in. Like Esther said, if I perish, I perish. I want to test if it's really true. And if I prove it and it's not true, now I can just throw this away and get on with my life and my own plan and my own direction. And it's uh, been a little over, well, it's been, yeah, it's 30. Anyway, over 30 years. And uh, God has not failed that promise once. He's not, he's not failed His promise once. And it's been the greatest uh, adventure, greatest uh, journey just to walk, live by faith, take the Word of God for what it is, God's Word. And um, I don't know, any of you here, um, any of you here like big, Big picture, you like the big picture on life. You like to see the big picture. Like I want the big, answer, big questions answered. Where did I come from? What's my purpose? These, the, I want to see the big picture. Not just focus on details. But, and um, one of the things that I've been... As I've studied the Bible through the years, I'm amazed. Um, you know, in the world there's many attacks against the Bible. Many, It's ridiculed, scoffed. Again and again. But it's very simple. Like it's, it, The Bible proves itself to be true. Again and again and again. For anyone who will mix faith with it. And in... Um, anyway, anyway, just think of this. I, I'm, I'm often amazed by it. That 66 books. Written down by 40 different prophets. Over a span of 1600 years. Between... Moses and John writing the book of Revelation. Great diversity. Great diversity. Great, you know, such variety. But one story. One message from beginning to end. From Genesis to Revelation. It's true. It's true. And it is amazing. And how can this happen? This cannot be the writing simply of men. It is... The author is God. And as the Bible teaches it was inspired and written down by men but they didn't write their own thoughts they were writing the thoughts of god and this is the most amazing thing to be a student of the word of god and to, to learn god's thoughts and it's like one picture i have i like i love is like there there are threads going through the bible and i love to pull a thread you know in the in the book of genesis pull the thread and see and study where that thread pops up throughout the Scriptures is one story. Um, so we just read in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, God created us in His image. He created Adam in His image. And what this means is each one of, every soul on earth has been designed In a similar nature of God. Meaning your soul is designed to have a relationship with God. We're designed to think with God. We're designed to be filled with the love of God and the joy of God. We're designed to have our free will, our our volition submitted to His will. We're created to have a real relationship with God. Uh, It's also... This, this means we, we are created free to choose. Free to choose. The, the message is a message of love. And if it's love, then there must be freedom. If it's not free, if God must twist my arm to come and, and receive His love, He forces me. That's not love. Husbands and wives, you know this, right? You can't afford. Nick, you can't force Jackie to love you, right? She's huh? she does. Okay, yes. Without your choo- uh, but it's by her own choosing, right? She she loves because that is the nature of love. Now we we, we go on now from Genesis. Well, there's also this word uh, likeness. Likeness means God designed us to be like Him. It speaks of His character. He says he wants to put his love in us. And then what? To love each other with his love. This is God's plan. And then he gives dominion, authority. God has all authority, but he, give, he delegates, he gives it to us. Everything he's doing on earth, he desires to do it through you and I. And this is amazing. How, like, to, share, to share the gospel. How will people know? Well, God could send angels to anyone. He could, but that's not His his plan. His plan is to use vessels of clay, sinners saved by grace. And um, it's an amazing thing when my own will agrees with God's plan and and we say, God, I can't do it. But God, here I am. Use me. And uh, I love this theme that Brian has brought this month. Um, this, this last week, I, I saw a little, um, this kind of, a, a cute. Well, I liked it. It was a good saying on Facebook. It was a little meme going through. And he sa- it says something like this, that someday the scientists will discover the center of the universe, and there'll be many people upset to find out they are not it. <laughs> and... Um, but there is a center of the universe. There is a center of reality. There is a center. And um, it's as Stephen Hawking would say it was gravity or something silly. But it's not material. It is a person. Jesus Christ. What is truth? Truth is not just an idea. It's not just a philosophy. It's a, it's a person. It's Jesus Christ. And this is the beautiful thing about sharing the gospel. We're not just sharing a message, we're sharing and introducing them to Jesus Christ. So, um, now if you take, if everyone would take this um, little pamphlet here, this little track, everybody have one? You can follow along. Did you get one? You don't have one? Let's steal one from this chair then. There you go. All right. So, um, this is just a very simple. Presentation of the gospel. It goes according to the five colors on the band or on the uh, on the bracelet. And uh, I'd like everyone just to really like everyone go home, and we should we should be familiar with this. And as you go home, take this and think about it, and let God teach you. But it's very simple. The first color is gold. It represents gold. It represents heaven, right? In Revelation. Uh, Twenty-one verse eighteen says that there is a city, the eternal city, and it's a city of gold. City was pure gold, like unto clear glass, and is and he- heaven is represented by this color of gold. And the point is this: is that everyone would like to go to heaven when they die. If you know, if some people hope, maybe I'll just disappear. I think maybe I'll just poof and be gone. But it's not true. Because we're more than flesh and bones. We're a living soul created in the image of God. And if I have a choice to go to heaven or, or not, to hell, I would rather go to heaven. Uh, and I, I, I've, I've been around the world. It's not just in America. It's, it's Korea, China, Thailand, India, Everybody agrees this is what I'd like, but we cannot. And this is the next. This is the dark color. And the reason we cannot is because of sin. This is a, this is a universal problem we all have. Some people don't like this. I don't talk. And it's not very good news, well, but it's true. Uh, and there's two passages here: Romans three twenty-three, and Romans chapter six verse twenty-three. The first is this, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. All have sinned. This is not from man's judgment. This is from holy God. Heaven is holy. To go to heaven, I must be holy. If, If heaven accepts sin, what happens? Heaven is no longer holy anymore. So this is my problem. I am a sinner. The next verse, the wages, the, the, the consequence, the result of sin is death. God declared it from the beginning when he spoke with Adam. The result of sin is death. The penalty, the just penalty is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amazing. The gift of God. Jesus Christ it's eternal life so this is a problem we cannot solve but God can solve it not just can't he can he has solved this problem of sin he has already finished it he's already completed it and this is the red color on your on your bracelet this represents the blood of Jesus Christ Jesus Christ's blood is perfect holy sinless your blood and my blood's not the same. Ours are tainted, tainted blood, not clean. But Jesus Christ, so this, this passage says Romans chapter five verse eight, "But God commendeth His love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. This is old King James. Uh, Uh, The word commendeth means he he demonstrated his love. He proved his love. He showed his love towards us. Towards sinners. And how did he do it? That while we're yet sinners, meaning I didn't have to change and clean up my life first, but while I was yet a sinner, totally separated from God, spiritually dead, Christ died for us. So the red, red speaks of Jesus Christ. Perfect sacrifice. The Bible calls it his precious blood. He purchased our souls. He purchased our souls. And not only this. He paid the penalty. The penalty was death. So what had to happen to him? He should not have died. He should not have died. He, ha- he He was sinless. He should not have died. But He died. Why? Because of love. To pay for and substitute for you and I. And this is the gift of God. Free gift. Given freely, freely received. Amazing. So it says at the bottom, this is what Jesus did for us. He loved us so much that He went to the cross on our behalf. That we can have forgiveness for our sin and be saved. Very simple. Very simple. So the the fourth color is white. This speaks of the righteousness, forgiveness, cleanness, the removal of sin. So he says, our response to what Jesus did for us on the cross is to receive to humbly receive to agree with God and say yes God I am a sinner I do not deserve to go to heaven I don't deserve to be forgiven I deserve to be separated from you forever but I believe that what Jesus did on the cross was for me and I accept it as I accept it for myself I accept Jesus Christ as my savior And so this is is where the free will comes in. God doesn't force it. He invites us. He woos us. He he pleads with us. Please come. He desires, this is me. He desires all men to be saved. This is God's desire. All men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. So the verses here with the white, there's two. Romans 10, 13. It says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And there's, we believe, we receive, we call. This is all part of the same, these are not like incremental steps. It's all part of the same thing. In my heart, in our heart, we believe what God has said. And The second is John chapter 1, verse 12. Amazing verse. It says, But as many as received Him, to them gave He power to become sons of God. This is amazing. He doesn't just forgive our sins. He actually declares us righteous and makes us His own children. It's so much better than just forgiving. He brings us into His family. What an amazing salvation. The last color is green. And... This represents growth, meaning after we receive this gift, now we can begin to grow in a relationship with Jesus Christ and to know God. And also, in this growth, He changes us, He transforms us. Baptism is the the first step of this beginning to grow and to to identify and understand and to declare, I belong to Jesus now. The verse that's here is 2 Peter 3.18. It says, But grow in the grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Grow. Grow. It's, uh, it's not beautiful when a, a child is born, but they never grow. Right? So the last, the Lord wants us to experience His peace and joy. He has a special purpose, special calling for each of us. And this is true. The last part, he says, now there's a question that we may ask someone that we're sharing the gospel with. And the question is this. Right now, do you have 100% assurance in your heart that if you died, would you be with Jesus in heaven? Do you know it for sure? And if God were to say to you, why should I let you into my heaven? What would you say? And the point is this. If we understand the gospel, if we receive Christ, this is a gift God gives freely to whoever believes. So what this means is you can know for sure, for certain, that Christ has saved you. And that when you die, you'll go to heaven. You can know for sure. Because it's not dependent upon you. It's dependent upon Christ. This white... This is not something for you and I to try and maintain and try and be, be worthy. He's given that to us as a gift. I'm still, a, you know, I'm in a body of sin and death. What's the bumper sticker say? Christians are, are not perfect, right? But we're forgiven. And this is, this is how God sees us. This is how God sees you. So. So in the, in the, on the back page then is a simple prayer, sometimes called sinner's prayer. It's just an example of what uh, happens in the heart. Someone just being honest with God, saying, Oh God, I am a sinner. I am sorry for my sin. Forgive me. I want to turn from my sin. I receive Jesus Christ as my Savior. I confess Him as my Lord. From now on, I want to follow Him. In Jesus' name, amen. This is just very simple prayer. Just, and it's not a magic prayer. These are not magic words. This is not what saves us. What saves us is to believe in our heart. And if, if, you've, if, like, if you're not sure, this is an invitation to you today. But also in this, the theme of this month, what we uh, desire is to encourage you. It's like to share our faith. It's not complicated. It's not difficult. It's not a... A uh, whole, you know, big, long thing to memorize. It's just very simply to share the gospel. So this last part of the message, now i have Scott come up and we am going to try and do a little demonstration here. This will be our second time of doing this. Let's see what I do with the band. Okay. So. So. Hey, Scott, how you doing? Good. How you doing, Steve? You doing good? Yeah. Hey, yesterday in church, I got this, and uh, do you have a minute? I just want to share it with you. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Have you ever seen it? It's got five colors on it, and uh, it tells the message, actually, this is the message, the basic message of the Bible. Have you ever seen this or yeah, heard of it? Yeah, I think there was a movie about it or something movie? like Movie, yeah, okay, uh, maybe. Anyway, anyway, it's very simple. There's five colors. The first one is gold. It represents gold. Gold is, is representing the reality of heaven, that after this life, uh, we, you know, everyone would like to go to heaven afterwards. Have you ever thought about that, what happens after you die? Uh, yeah, I'm, I, I figure I'll probably go to heaven. Probably go to heaven? Yeah. Okay. Uh, based upon what do you think you'd go to heaven? Uh, I'm, I'm you know, better than a lot of people that I know. Yeah, you know? I probably mean, 50%. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like that, that Tim Curtis guy. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That Nick Zagaruka, and that, that Phil Horn guy, he's a nut. Phil, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, I, it, you might be right, as far as I know. Uh, when, when we compare ourselves with other people, it's true. We can always, we can always find someone we're better than, right? And um, But the thing is, going to heaven is not about you being better than someone else. It's, it's about you being good enough... To go to heaven, oh yeah, I'm, you're I'm good, good enough. Good. Yeah, well, heaven is holy, perfect. So if you're holy, perfect, then you can go. Well, I'm not perfect, but I'm not perfect. I'm pretty good, Steve. Okay, you're not good enough. Ask my wife. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's ask your wife. <laughs> um, anyway, this is this is the this around the world. Most people think this that if I'm a good man. I can go to heaven when I die. But this is not true. What what do you mean that's not true? Because it's holy. God, you must compare yourself with God. God is perfect, and His standard is perfection. And if you've lied once, if you've lied once, have you ever lied? Maybe. Once or twice. If you said, I, I think you're lying right now. (laughs) Well, you know. <laughs> I'll ask your wife. Yeah, okay. So Well she tells the truth. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So so the actual state state is this, is this is this is the dark color. This this represents actually how God sees your life and your heart. He doesn't see you compared to Nick or to Tim. He sees you compared to himself and he says, This is what he sees. You're not clean. Actually, I'm exactly the same. I'm no better than you. And it doesn't matter if I am or worse. Or it, it's, everyone falls short. Everyone has sinned. And the penalty for sin is death. That's why we die. Have you ever heard of this before? Kind of. Not kind of like kinda. this, but yeah. Okay. Well, it's, it's, it's so important to understand Anyway, this is a problem you and I have, and we cannot solve it. You can try to be a better person, but you can never take away the penalty. The penalty is death. But Jesus, God, can solve this problem. And how he did it is this. God became a man. His name was Jesus. He had no sin. He had no sin. This means he should not die. But I don't, if, are you familiar, died, oh, he died, right over there, he died on the cross. He died. I, do you I've know seen wh- some of that stuff. Yeah, do you I know mean, why he died? Not really. Okay. Uh, the Bible says that he died for us. You and I, we're guilty, but God loves you. He wants you to be in heaven with him forever. He wants you to. But there had to be a penalty paid, and Jesus paid that penalty for you. Once and for all on the cross. He should not have died, but he died. And when he died, he was buried, he rose again, victorious over sin, and now he's giving you a gift. A gift of forgiveness, a gift of all your sins being paid for. Once for all. What do you think of that? that that's kind of a bit to comprehend, um Maybe I'll have to watch the movie. Okay, yeah. There are a few movies. Uh, and, it, and, it's, and it's an amazing story. Jesus died for you. Died for all of your sins. Died for the sins of the whole world. The next color is white. White represents the result. Of if you receive this gift, God will forgive you. He'll make you clean. He'll make you his child. And when you die, you will go to heaven. For even, sure. even the people that did like real bad stuff. Even the really bad people. Even the, even the worst, he paid for all the sins of the whole world. The worst of the worst. Because really, what's, you know, from, from between com- comparing with perfection and comparing between you and Tim, what's the difference? Even if you think Tim is really horrible. Well, there's a lot of bad stuff out there. That's a lot of stuff to pay for. Yeah, it is. But, but God says he did it for everyone forever. It's amazing. So, if you receive this, if you receive the gift from God, you can know for sure. God accepts you, He forgives you, and you will go to heaven when you die. Okay? you have any question about it? Not not really. It's just kind of a lot to take in. I mean, I never really thought about it that way before. Alright, well, the last one is green. This is a secret. You actually cannot understand this until after you receive but, I want to give this to you. This kind of goes into it. And please think about it. Okay? Alright? I'll talk to you tomorrow. Alright. Thanks, thank you. Alright. You did a good job. Thank you. Anyway, um, so, to share our faith, there's, there's literally thousands and thousands and thousands of ways to share the Gospel with people. This, the... The thread. The th- there's Jesus Christ. If you, you know, he is the center of everything. In geometry, if you, have, if you have one point, in geometry, if you have one point, how many lines can go off from this point? It's infinite. And Jesus Christ is the center point. And everything in life, Jesus used... Uh, being thirsty, uh, sowing the seed, uh, fishing, fishing—everything connects. Can connect to the gospel. Every situation is actually an opportunity for the Holy Spirit to use to share the gospel, and it is something God desires. God enables. God gives us wisdom, and our part is just to say, "God, here I am. Use me. I, I, I can't do this by myself." Acts eight, by your Holy Spirit, you can do it. So Father, we thank you for this morning. We thank you so much for this great salvation. We thank you for the body of Christ and that there is great diversity here, but such great unity in the one who is the center. We thank you, Jesus. Amen.